Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky of Break of Day Capital. I talk to leading experts to discuss a wide range of subjects to educate investors on best-in-class practices to build legacy wealth and positively impact communities. Let's jump in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and best practices. Hey, everyone. We have launched the BODC Multifamily Impact Fund. Invest with a trusted operator with a track record of success. Our fund offers diversification, risk mitigation, tax benefits, and stringent acquisition criteria. If you'd like to learn more, head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Today on the podcast, I'll be talking with our frequent guest, Joe Fang. Welcome, Joe. Hey, Gary. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Glad to be back. Well, I guess the first order of business is we finally closed on Icon on Spanish Trail at the end of December. This one was our toughest one to close, to be honest. But, you know, when you truly believe in something, you do everything you can in your power to get it done. Yeah, Gary, you mentioned that this was a pretty tough raise. Can you kind of expand on that a little bit more? Why was it so tough? Yeah, obviously, you know, in today's environment, not easy. Investors have a lack of liquidity because there's a lack of deal flow. Deals aren't selling. Their money's tied up. Some Maybe they have some capital calls. Um, if they're invested in the stock market, they didn't have some wins until maybe towards the very end of the year. Um, but, you know, and also investors are very nervous about where the rates were headed. And I, I think that fear has finally subsided. I mean, obviously, you and I had were very optimistic going into 2024 and 2025. But other investors were just, you know, they were reading the data wrong and spooked by the media. There's lots of clickbait out there. And a lot of that information was focused on single family, not multifamily. So people are getting wrong information and it was definitely scaring them. I definitely uh, agree with all that. You know, I've been investing for over 30 years and been through many, many cycles. And it's funny, you know, Warren Buffett always says, buy low, sell high, but like, it's really simple, but most people just, they can't do it. You know, it's like when the, when the sentiment is really poor, generally speaking, that's when the best deals or the most opportunistic deals are available. But, you know, it's all good. You know, a lot of our investors, you know, see things the way we do. So, you know, we're glad to get this deal done finally. With that, you know, why don't you talk a little bit more about the Spanish trail? What I really liked about the deal is, is the basis. So we're getting this 256 units, uh, class B for under 129 a door, which is fantastic. You'd have to go back many years to find a deal that good at that price. It's our ninth deal in Tucson, which we know very well. And it's within five miles of three of our other properties. You know, the previous owner also put in three million, about three million in capex the last few years. 
and really maintain the property well. And there's some good value add to be had as well. There's 40% of the units need to be renovated and we could charge a premium for that. We'll also add pet rent. And the lower units don't have a privacy wall, but they have a patio. So we'll be able to build a privacy wall for for under $1,000 a unit and get a $50 rent bump per month, which is fantastic. And then on the expense side, there's some really good savings to be had as well. Yeah, I still remember, you know, the first time we set foot on the property, I liked it from the beginning. I mean, it's off of a busy street with, you know, close proximity to retail and and restaurants. And it's on the street where Spanish Trail is actually the best property on that street. So, you know, it just already had great curb appeal. And then when you look at all the all the major components, you know, they're already in great shape and there just isn't a lot of deferred maintenance. So I think that we'll be able to, you know, be able to execute on, on our, you know, value at business plan, you know, quite efficiently. With that, you know, Gary, can you talk a little bit more about what are some of the, you know, the major items that we're going to do to the property? I know water savings is a big one and is particularly in Arizona. Yeah, that water conservation program, we'll have a team of people in about a few weeks. They're going to come in and install in every single unit. So they'll be able to get it done in five days, which is huge. New toilets, which will have 0.8 gallons per flush. And the current toilets are 3.5 gallons per flush. So right there, you can see that's a massive savings. That'll be about $138,000 a year. And and divided by the cap rate, you're talking almost about $3 million of value add within a month of buying the property, which is huge. We'll also add aerators to the faucets and the shower heads, further reducing the water bill. Another project we're going to tackle right away is the front end of that property. You mentioned curb appeal. We're going to actually improve that some more by putting like a faux fence. Like every 10 feet, we'll have this kind of wooden um, wall and then skip 10 feet and then another 10 feet. And so it'll give some depth to the property, a nice look to it, even kind of the illusion of a fence without, without having to pay for a full fence. And we'll add some different color to the buildings that are facing the main road as well. So just to add a little bit more pop, which will which will bring people in. We'll also do some updating on the landscaping to the pool, add some more pool furniture, some dog park toys as well. But And then obviously you've got the interior renovations, which we'll do on an ongoing basis. But it does take time and you can't overload the property management team. We'll get a few things in place knock them down off our list, and then tackle a few more. But the the big ones are that water conservation and the exterior look, because that goes right to our bottom line right away and and, then improves the curb appeal right away as well. Very, very cool. So we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about another project that has been like quite the heavy lifting. So maybe you can talk about it. I think Yangtong Flats, you know, maybe you can give us an update on that. Yeah, you know, this is a property we bought 28 months ago. It was garden office space in the Phoenix MSA. And I, I remember the lender who I'd worked with before. And he's like, why are you buying this for 1.9 million? That's insane. It's been sitting on the market for a year. And I'm like, don't look at it as garden office space. Look at it as multifamily. We're buying it for pennies on the dollar. You know, so we were able to get 44 units at the existing build. And we had some tenants in there that took a little bit to get out, but eventually we got them out. We added 60 new units on the property. And now we're in full lease up mode. We've got about 40% of it leased up right now. And and we hope to get it stabilized 
in the next couple of months, and then we'll be able to refi and get a longer term loan. And this is definitely a cool project. Can't wait to see it again, um, maybe at our uh, next property tour. That's pretty exciting. It was just cool to see how this project come to fruition. We were working with the city and they were great to work with. And that's not always the case. They kind of move things along, putting the plans together, making it work with the fire department and then building it out. It's really rewarding to revitalize a community you know, from a rundown office building and to much needed affordable housing. And we didn't build class A because we didn't have to. Our basis was so low we could actually build affordable housing that was nice and, you know, creating a win-win for the community. Well, here we are, you know, we're, this is the fourth day in the year 2024. Before we talk about more uh, in 2024, um, why don't we just take a moment on some of the accomplishments that we did achieve in 2023? Yeah, like I said, you know, we only did one deal, which was disappointing and we wanted to do more, but what we can feel proud of is that we stay true to our criteria. You know, we weren't chasing deals. We put in a lot of offers. We were in some best and finals, but you know, obviously we were offering lower than what someone was willing to pay or the seller was willing to accept. And, you know, it is what it is. I love the deal that we got. We added two new members to our team, which is huge. You know, we're reinvesting into our company to round out our team. They're going to, it's, they're going to add a ton of value to our investors and just being focused on building better systems as we continue to grow and get set up for future acquisitions. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about Break of Day Capital is that we're not just trying to add more units. You know, it's we're only doing deals that make sense. You know, we have to deliver strong returns for our investors. And that's, that's always really the key. You know, as we get into 2024, what are some of your goals and expectations? You know, what are some of your objectives? Obviously, most important is executing on the deals that we currently own. You know, we're not going to chase deals if we don't have the bandwidth. But obviously, you know, adding more people to our team, we have that bandwidth. We're hoping to do three to five deals this year. Now, most of that, I think, will be backloaded towards the second half of the year as interest rates fall and there's more deal flow. But obviously, we want to do more deals. We're best-in-class operators, so executing the heck out of our, our deals is always number one. I think there won't be a tsunami of deals, but certainly there'll be some opportunity out there. Operators are going to have to sell because of their debt service. Their interest caps are expiring. So there's definitely some really nice opportunity out there, which I'm excited for. You know, We'll just continue to monitor, you know, macro, monitor all the data that's out there. And I mean, that's a good segue because I mean, you're our, our our macro expert. What are you seeing in the next 12 months? Yeah, well, Gary, you know, we're going to be doing a 2024 outlook on January 17th for our audience. So we'll definitely get into a, you know, a lot more granular in terms of macro uh, at that time. But I'll just kind of give a quick overview I think that, well, you know, 2024 being an election year, you know, definitely expect some drama, right? Historically speaking, election years tend to be more accommodative. So expect, you know, monetary conditions to ease. I mean, you could see various investment banks, you know, they have estimates, you know, anywhere between 0.75% to 1.75%, you know, interest rate cut, you know, starting as early as March, right? So 
you can kind of see that happening. And then also, you know, politicians, elected officials, you know, one of the best ways for them to get reelected or to be elected is to promise things to people and, and all that stuff costs money, right? So it is what it is, right? And so you can kind of see that these programs or whatever it is that they, they want to do for people are going to cost money. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if they started the quantitative easing, you know, probably in the back half of, of 2024. So generally speaking, you know, we do expect the markets to be a little bit choppy, you know, maybe in the first half. And then the second half, I think we will resume price appreciation, rent growth, et cetera. The economy is starting to reflect the the interest rate rises all you know in the past year, year and a half. But then we're also going to be looking forward to rate cuts and easier monetary conditions. And so we're going to be going through this transition. Okay. So we'll, I'll just leave it there. And then we'll have a lot more to say on the 17th. Back over to you, Gary. Yeah, always insightful, Joe. Appreciate your viewpoints on micro. I know you spend a ton of time researching, listening to a lot of different things. That's what helps make break a day capital so effective to kind of have a bit of a crystal ball, not looking at lagging data, which a lot of others do. But yeah, looking forward to 2024. It's, a, it's always a wild ride. The market, these properties, you know, finding properties, executing on these deals, never a dull moment, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, the worst is probably behind us. And, you know, we definitely look forward to what 2024 brings, you know, and wish everybody a, a happy new year and, you know, onward and upward. Yep, absolutely. Much success. So this is Gary Lipsky signing off. I'll be back next week with another informative episode on the Real Estate Investor Podcast. To all of our listeners, Thanks for joining us. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and like, subscribe, and leave a review as it will help us reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and fill out our investor application. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.